tuned in to the Community Cats Podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Community Cats Podcast. I am your host, Stacey LeBaron. I've been involved helping homeless cats for over 20 years with the Merrimack River Feline Rescue Society. The goal of this podcast is to expose you to amazing people who are improving the lives of cats. I hope these interviews will help you learn how you can turn your passion for cats into action. And today we're speaking with Emily Mithner. Emily is an energetic serial entrepreneur with a focus on community building, social media, and digital marketing. An award-winning keynote speaker and adjunct professor, she can be found sharing her expertise at conferences, events, and teaching courses with 10-plus years of experience delivering engaging talks both online and offline. She co-founded Travel Cat in 2017 with her husband. It's become a global seven-figure e-commerce brand with customers in 75 countries. Travel Cat has donated over $10,000 to grassroots cat welfare groups, mostly through their annual Forever Home Heroes program. Mittner has been featured on Good Morning America and in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and Glamour, among others. As a kid, her family had an animal party business, and she grew up with a basement full of animals. So she is just thrilled to be back in the animal world. Emily, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Stacey. So... I know you've touched upon it a bit in your in your bio there, but you know how did you become passionate about cats? Sure. Well, I became a cat person unexpectedly. So, as mentioned in my bio, I grew up with a family business, an animal party business, basement full of animals. Always had lots of dogs, but never had cats because my parents were allergic. So my husband and I never planned on adopting or getting pets uh, until one day we happened upon a stray kitten in one of our family members' backyards and both looked at each other and we both just decided that we were going to take her home. And so we rescued Andy on a whim and we became cat people really overnight, hard and fast. And He and I uh, both, he had actually never had any animals growing up except a bird. So we both did a lot of digging and learning right away. Okay, how do we become the best cat parents? And, you know, really quickly, we found a few things. One, being in the digital marketing and product space, uh, we found there really weren't a lot of cat companies dedicated to cats, specifically like cat products. And then also right from the start, even when we were asking family and friends, should we take home this cat? A lot of the responses were something to the effect of, yeah, you know, even though you guys are busy, cats are easy. You know, cats sleep all day. Like you'll be fine. You know, they're low maintenance. And what we started to find doing our research is, you know, cats actually need a lot of attention and they have a lot of energy. You know, Andy plays fetch. (laughs) She has a lot of energy to get out and, you know, so we just started to realize that, you know, we think there's a, there's a lot of misconceptions about cats and the care they need to live happy and healthy lives. And so my husband and I, both being entrepreneurs, had this background in digital marketing. We decided we wanted to start a company, one that was dedicated just to cats, you know, not cats as an afterthought, as many pet companies are, but also dedicated to helping people understand how important it is to what we like to say, go beyond 
the great indoors and put effort into enrichment and stimulation for your cat. And one way you can do that is uh, using our products from Travel Cat, which we focus on, you know, anything and everything you might need to travel safely with your cat, mainly cat backpacks and cat harnesses. And so uh, that started in 2017. And since then, we've become the number one cat travel brand in the world. So I want to take a, a step back a little bit here and hear more about, you know, what does it take or what does it mean to be a really strong digital marketer? Sure. Well, my husband and I complement each other pretty well. So we've both had separate businesses leading up to Travel Cat, and Travel Cat is the first business we've worked on together. And it's so far the most successful, which is a, a lovely thing to be able to say. And so he brings more of the operations and paid marketing. So Facebook ads, Google ads, that side of things to the table, whereas I focus on the non-paid marketing. So the community building, the organic social media, content, education, events, you know, everything you can do that doesn't necessarily cost, uh, have a spend to it. So, you know, for us, we have always just been very, you know, what does it mean to be a good digital marketer? You know, we, we've been very intentional from the beginning about where we put our efforts and how we've grown and doing it in a way that's slow and steady and sustainable. And it's, it's worked out really well for us. So, but I think the main thing is having, you know, two co-founders that focus on the two sides that are complementary because it's really, it can be really hard to grow without understanding paid marketing, but you also do not want to rely only on paid marketing, especially with all the changes happening with Apple and Facebook. So it's really good to have the expertise of both. Yeah, I have to agree with you 100%. The changes with regards to the paid advertising world is shocking to me, to be honest. One thing that would hap that has happened, you know, happened a year and a half ago is not happening this year, right? It's mm -hmm, very it's exactly. a different totally different space. You know, then thinking back on your your company and you started your company back in 2017, and I really wouldn't think of like the outdoor cat, the cat backpack, that whole environment maybe became more popularized maybe a year or two later did you just have perfect timing or how did you discover the whole cat backpack the cat travel it was it self-discovery or did you draw upon other resources yeah so i would definitely say it was a untapped market and that's part of the reason we were really drawn to it you know we noticed that there wasn't really when we started you know a, a brand per se of these products where you know, to this day, you can still find cheap stuff on Amazon in the category. But what we really wanted to do was first and foremost, make really quality products and also be able to provide the community and education in addition to just selling the products. Because we knew and we still know that and, and you know, and I'm sure lots of people you've had on your show, you know, taking a cat outside is not the same as just walking your dog. And so we didn't want to just sell these products and leave people, you know, out to dry in terms of uh, figuring out how to do it. So we always knew we wanted to really create that support system and make sure that people would be successful and to, um, you know, do these things to, to learn how to take your cat out in a, in a smart and safe way. So that there was definitely a lack of that. And we would like to think that we've been a big part of the growth of that category of people realizing that there is 
the opportunity and, you know, the option to take their cats outside. One of the things we were chatting about a little bit before we hit the recording button was, you know, the importance of providing education and community within your business. It's not just about selling cat backpacks or selling, you know, certain items, but it's about creating this community and and offering educational resources. Can you expand on that a little bit more? Sure. Well, so we've always been very on the ground in the dirt with understanding our base, our people, people who want these products, people who use products like these. And so in the very beginning, I was DMing people who I would see using products like ours or our very first customers and really forming relationships with them to find out what they wanted, what they liked, what they didn't like. And that's been such a huge part of our success because we've got this really loyal group of people, some of them who we've started talking to, you know, since the very, very beginning, who know how much we care about creating quality products, creating a really good experience. And then also connecting them all to each other, because we also know that there's no there's no cat parks, right? So it's harder to meet cat people in the same way dog people maybe just run into each other on the street. And so being able to connect folks to each other through our content, through media, through highlighting people, through all of our channels who are using our products and you know our travel cat experts. And then now for the last uh, year and a half or so, we've been hosting a lot of virtual events and being able to take people from our community and elevate them as experts and giving them the opportunity to mentor other people who are trying to do the same things they are. uh, That's been really appreciated and it's gone really well. And we see these people who we've brought together through events commenting on each other's Instagram posts and becoming friends, you know, outside of social media. And, and also we started doing this before COVID as well, before the pandemic. So we actually started going to in-person cat conventions in 2018. So we had attended a few and 2019 into 2020, we had this whole list of cat conventions. You know, we were going to hit them all up and Our goal at them was also, again, not just to sell the products, but we were always pitching the conventions to say, hey, we want to have a booth, but can we also have a panel? Can we also have a time slot where we bring together people from our community to share their tips on backpack and harness training? So we had done that a couple of times as well uh, before the pandemic. So when COVID happened, you know, we wanted to figure out a way to keep doing that, which is why we launched these, these virtual events. We were talking a bit also about you had an interesting trip uh, that you did a a 40 hour back and forth trip in the car with two cats. How was your experience with that? Yes. So we mentioned we rescued our cat Andy Furry in 2017. We also adopted a brother for her in 2018, Wilfred. And so this past year, we decided that we would road trip with them to Florida. So we had done this road trip to Florida uh, the year before because of COVID. We wanted to visit actually our third partner lives down in Florida and we didn't want to fly. So we drove. So we had already done the, the road trip successfully once with just us humans. And so we thought, you know what, we really want to do this road trip, but we want to bring the cats. And also I would say part of the reason we did it is because our both of our cats have had some health issues before. And we actually didn't want to leave them. So, you know, we, we 
sort of practice what we preach and we are our own customer in a way, you know, I think, yes, some people just want to take their cats with them to try it for fun, to give the stimulation. But obviously there's a lot of situations where people have to travel with their cats because of medical issues or they're moving or they're visiting family. So we did this, it ended up being 40 hours total. We went down to Florida from New York. We stopped uh, three times on the way down, three times on the way up. We were in stayed in four different states, three Airbnbs, and three hotels. So we came up with, we used all of our own products during that trip. And we also came up with a lot of new product ideas from that trip as well. So it, for people who are thinking about it and considering it, it's definitely possible. I think it's not as scary as it seems if you plan and you really pack well. I would say we had more we had more stuff for the cats than we did for ourselves for that. We limited ourselves to one suitcase and the rest of the car was filled with cat stuff. And it sounded like everybody survived. Yes. And I, you know, I was genuinely surprised. We had never done long road trips prior to this. And out of the 40 hours, I would say there was probably only about two hours total, like separated throughout the trip of meowing. It was a lot of, and, and we really just kept them in our travel cat backpacks and carriers and, and sort of rotated them around. So they moved every so often, but they really just slept and stayed in the, the carriers that we had spread throughout the car. So I was in the back seat in charge of moderating them. And uh, my husband did all of the driving. Ever wanted to quickly connect, collaborate, or problem solve with others in the animal welfare field who are you know, real people look no further than Maddie's Pet Forum. Maddie's Pet Forum brings people of animal welfare together with the common goal to keep more people and pets together. We share ideas, expertise, offer each other support, resources, and more. Visit forum.maddiespetforum.org slash cats. Maddie's Pet Forum. Come for an answer. Stay for the community. It's 87 degrees outside which means it could be more than 110 degrees inside your car. However, in most states, it's illegal to rescue animals or children from hot cars. But with only minutes to spare, many choose to rescue animals from cars at their own risk. And many owners choose gratitude. Never leave pets or children unattended in a car. Because a few minutes is never a few minutes. And minutes may be all they have. This PSA is brought to you by Companion and Animals for Reform and Equity. Team Dubert is at it again, and now they have an amazing companion case management module that once again revolutionizes how you rescue animals. Dubert partnered with Dallas Pets Alive and the Spay-Neuter Network to build a powerful solution that allows you to manage cases of any kind. Whether owner surrender calls or emails, community cat tracking and reporting, Dubert is the only system that integrates two-way text messaging, automatic follow-ups, and even a rehoming solution that every organization can use. No more trying to manage 10 different technologies when everything is all in one place and tightly integrated. From fostering to transport, fundraising to e-commerce, supply and demand to case management, Dubert has everything you need to streamline your operations so you can focus on saving more animals. Check out the new companion case management module at www.dubert.com CCM and get signed up today. So you have a program called Forever Home Heroes, and it's a program that will support grassroots cat welfare groups. Can you uh, share a little bit more about that program? 
Yes. So when we started, we always wanted to support right from the start uh, community cat heroes, you know, so people involved in fostering TNR or volunteering in shelters. So one thing we started from the beginning is anybody who does any of those things, we give our highest discount all year round, like a $25 discount off any backpack. Uh, so that was just our easy, low hanging fruit way of being able to give back. And we also got a lot of people over time reaching out to us asking if we could donate product or if we would donate to their organization or raffle or that sort of thing. And we are a smaller team, so it was getting a little bit hard to manage all of those requests. And that's when the idea for Forever Home Heroes came up. You know, we thought, you know, instead of doing all of these one-off piecemeal requests, we wanted to make a more significant impact and donation, uh, more concentrated effort. So we now have this annual program. So we've done it for three years now. So we let people in our community and, you know, anybody nominate anyone who does those things that I mentioned again, fostering, volunteering at a, a shelter, TNR to win grants, basically win cash from us. And every year we've done it so far, we've upped the prizes a little bit and it's just public voting and we've donated a lot and it's been really nice to be able to support these organizations that you know they're not as likely to get bigger big donations from normal methods grants that sort of thing and it's nice to be able to see the results so specifically like oh you know we're going to use this to uh, trap neuter return 10 cats you know and and that sort of thing so it's been really great and then it's also been a way for us to uh, just exposed to pe people in our community to different folks and their efforts and give them uh, some promotion on our platform. Cause we do at this point have a really big audience on Instagram, our email list and our site. And this last year, we actually took it a step further where we did a little award ceremony as a sort of final part of the program. So we gave everybody who won the chance to speak and share their own tips about getting involved with helping cats in everyone's community. So it's been, it's been a great journey and we've been excited to grow the program each year. It sounds like you are familiar with TNR. I was just going to sort of segue into the whole community cat conversation. You know, what is a mm -hmm. cat backpack company doing with community cats? So what are your thoughts about community cats? You're in Queens. New York has a strong yeah. TNR community. And so just wondering what your perception is about life for community cats, either in New York, for you as a business or, you know, nationwide. We love them. You know, we started the Forever Home Heroes program too, because we just, we, we want to help people realize the importance of how easy it is to get involved. Also, I think that was a big learning from the event that we hosted. The virtual event is, I emphasize to everyone, especially those who do TNR, you know, we really want you to emphasize that there's no, you, yes, you can get certified in TNR, but really you just need to wait and watch traps, right? And so I think a lot of people are hesitant to get involved because they think they don't know anything. So we, yeah, we're really supportive of it. We're really good to actually, as mentioned, we live in Queens. And so, yes, there are a lot of people doing great work in Queens. We actually, uh, there's one person who does a lot of trapping in our community, NYC Pet Nanny, shout out to her. We donate things to her all the time. Uh, we uh, promote, we, we give her backpacks to give away as prizes if people foster, you know, basically anything we can do to support her locally. We do that a lot throughout the year. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of free products or, or 
sample products, if we have slightly damaged products, like we will donate anything that we can. And also we are excited because we just moved to our a new bigger warehouse. So we used to have a warehouse in Queens, just upgraded to more than double the size in Long Island. And there are there's somebody out there taking care of a lot of warehouse cats. So we're trying to figure out who it is so we can help out by donating some food and supplies and things like that. But yes, we're extremely supportive of it and yeah, are, are happy to do what we can to you know support the community and help people get engaged in that world wherever they live. You had mentioned you had done some uh, an educational program with regards to DEI. Can you just tell me a little bit about what DEI is and why is that important and and how that impacts the work that you do too? Sure. So I mentioned I'm a serial entrepreneur, so I've founded other businesses in the past. And my first business is a company called FindSpark. And so our goal is to connect companies with diverse early career talent. And so diversity, so DEI stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so that has been a big part of my work uh, in the 10 plus years I've I've been uh, running a company. And so for that company, it was much more specifically applied to the work we were doing because we were essentially doing diversity recruitment programs for large employers like L'Oreal, Hulu, NBC Universal, just to name a few. And I'm really glad that I have that background because, you know, I think it's great to bring a that lens of diversity and inclusion really to anything you're working on. And so, you know, within the e-commerce space, within what we're doing at Travelcat, for instance, I have a team under me who, you know, works on the marketing with us. And so during the training and as part of our brand guidelines, you know, we really emphasize to make sure that we're highlighting a diverse range of humans you know, within our content, within uh, and when we do programming, when we're doing events, you know, we want to make sure that we are showing a wide range of folks who are doing this. It's, you know, love of cats has no bounds, <laughs> you know, people from all backgrounds uh, love cats. And so we want to make sure we have good representation in the programs and content we're creating. So that's been really important to me, even though this work again, isn't so obviously connected to uh, DEI. It's, it's just a part of my personal DNA. So anything I touch, I just always have that, that lens of, of making sure we're being very inclusive and also inclusive from the point of view of there are some other brands out there in the space of cat backpacks and cat harnesses that are very sort of adventure focused, you know, and they're going, they're showing people going on these epic hikes and to national parks and, you know, say 40 hour car trips, which, it, you know, we have that in our community and we want to showcase that as well. But we also just want to showcase the taking your cat outside to the front yard in your queen's apartment on the harness for 10 minutes once a week because that's a win for your cat too so we want to make sure that people don't get so overwhelmed or they see only these insane epic adventures from us and think well i can never do that so i'm not even going to try we want to make sure we're really showing that you know adventures big and small can really enhance the life of your cat That's great. We also, in October, here at the Community Cats podcast, we have Diversity Day. So that's coming up shortly. And we like to, the animal welfare space is really, you know, thinking about how diversity lives in this world. I mean, a lot of folks that run the small nonprofits are 
white ladies in their 50s. And so, and I'm, I guess I'm one of them at this point in time, but we want and we need to have a lot more diversity within our ranks. And we hope that there are barriers there, but maybe there are barriers that we're not even aware of for sure, you know? And so we want to be able to have conversations and acknowledge and see what we can do to help change the footprint and, you know, who's leading organizations and try and make sure that it's more representative of the communities that we're doing the work, you know, for the cats. Yeah. And of course, there's the typical cat lady stereotype as well. So the, you know, our world of cat people has its own stereotype and monolith of, you know, right. It's all 30 something white ladies or, or 50, 60 something <laughs> white ladies who love cats. It's like, it's not true. You know, we have people from all over again, from all walks of life. It's definitely easier to highlight that big demographic, but that, you know, we, so we, but we put in the effort to make sure we're not just showing that when we see people who don't look like the typical cat person or cat lady, you know, we, we want to make sure they're highlighted to show other people don't, you shouldn't be ashamed of, of being a cat lover. Right. So it's, it's definitely important for our work because right. If, if people from different backgrounds don't even feel like they can show off, like they're a cat person, how would they ever end up getting into community work or nonprofits or that sort of thing? So I think, you know, it starts there at the ground level of making them feel proud <laughs> to be a cat person. All right. And I will, I will say I don't wear the cat ears and I'm not, I'm not the cat swag person. Most people who know me, I'm a, I'm a little bit calmer when it comes to the, the cat blinky, you know, lights on the head and all that other stuff. But then you know what, I'm all for people who want to want to show it, you know, want to wear it, want to believe in it for anybody. I mean, I'm, I'm good friends with Sterling Davis, and he's very the trap king. He's very involved with trying to be out there and understanding that we're all we're all different. But the baseline is, you and I both love cats, right? You know, I mean, mm -hmm. that's, that is our common bond. That's why we're here. And for any cat that's out there, we want to make sure that they're getting their needs served, you know, turning your passion for cats into action, turning my passion for cats into action. That's what we're about. And we're about helping others to turn their passion for cats into action. You know, if folks are interested in finding out more about the work that you're doing, the grant program, you know, how would they do that? So best place to go is yourcatbackpack.com and sign up for our mailing list and our email list and then to follow us on Instagram. So we're yourcatbackpack on Instagram as well. That's where we share all the information about our virtual events, our programs, like the Forever Homes Hero programs, which is a program which is every November. So that, that's the best way to find out about all the different ways to get involved. And we read every DM. <laughs> we see most comments and posts as well. We try to monitor really closely. So we, we love to hear from people in that way as well. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Well, you know, having a platform to, to inspire cat people as a founder of Travel Cat, I think I'll say, you know, if you haven't thought about the opportunity to take your cat out, to let them get that stimulation, whether that's a, a little walk or a car ride that isn't going to the vet <laughs> uh, to make them more at ease with traveling outside the four walls they spend most of their time in, definitely check out our products at Your Cat Backpack. And again, as we've been talking about, if not to buy our products, to just 
read our articles, watch our video webinar recordings, and just learn more about what it takes to safely explore with your cats. Emily, I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show, and I hope we'll have you on again in the future. Thank you so much for having me, Stacey. That's it for this week. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. We love to hear what you think, and a five-star review really helps others find the show. You can also join the conversation with listeners, cat caretakers, and me on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single show. Thanks for listening, and thank you for everything that you do to help create a safe and healthy world for cats. Did you attend the online kitten conference in June? We hope you enjoyed the incredible content provided by our expert presenters and hope their guidance and encouragement will help you turn your passion for cats into action. Events like the Online Kitten Conference would not be possible without the support of our generous sponsors. CDE Animal Cages, Best Friends Animal Society, Zinzi Pie Save My Pet ID Tag, Humane Network, Feline Fixed by Five, and Cat Savant. If your business or organization would like to support content that makes a difference for cats in communities worldwide, visit communitycatspodcast.com slash event dash sponsorship.